Well, it's when I picked up the upright bass was, was when I first heard Ron Carter. To hear his sound, it's the big, fat wood sound uh, on that live album, My Funny Valentine. I was completely, I was shocked how good it sounded and his groove. And to me, although it was jazz and open jazz, it was still very funky to me and just the whole sound. So I, the sound of the upright bass completely I fell in love with it, and I said, I have to try to figure out how to do this. I'm still trying. <laughs> Well, I've been very fortunate that uh, in, in my life as a bass player and in my jazz life, I've, I've been able to, to work with some great musicians and, and uh, I have nothing but great memories. Of course, there's my mentor, Michael Brecker, uh, who I played with for many years also, uh, who I'm also very happy and thankful for. He's on the up. Of course, there's Mike Stern, there's Kenny Garris, there's John Schofield, David Sanborn, Randy Brecker, uh, Layla Hathaway, uh, Hiram Bullock. Uh, so it's 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 like when I look at my album uh, with this compilation, I was, I'm, it makes me you know very thankful for the opportunities I've had and for all the great memories and the great music I've been able to to make with these really great friends. And also, unfortunately, many of of these friends are, are you know I'm sad to say they're not here with us anymore. So it's also bittersweet when I look at it. For, you know, Mike Brecker, of, of course, is not here, and, and Hiram Bullock is not here. So it's a little sad also. Well, I'm, I met Yamaha for the first time many years ago when I actually was playing with Richie Sakamoto. That's when I met Yamaha and we started collaborating and I started playing the electric basses. So uh, from very early on, I, I knew the Yamaha family really well and, um, and we had a really good relationship for a long time. But my problem was that every electric upright I tried, either it sounded really bad, it sounded like an egg divider, or it, f it didn't feel like an upright bass, so I gave up. And then all of a sudden I heard from, from, from you know, working with Yamaha that they were starting to develop uh, the silent bass. And I said, hey, you know, let me hear about this. And we, we started, you know, talking about it. And that's when I met the designer, Shinya Tomuro-san. Well, it was a lot of things. It was about the width of the fingerboard, for example. We, were, we had different ideas of, of the width of the fingerboard. And also we talked about, you know, the distance between the strings and also how the equalization should be uh, in terms of obtaining the best possible acoustic sound. And we also talked a lot about how the sound would blend when you play in a band. Because one thing is when you have an instrument that plays by itself. Another thing is how does it feel when you're playing with the band as a bass player. That can change a lot too. So, so that's, there are many things we talked about. Also a lot of mechanical things. You know, what is the balance of the bass when you stand with how, how can you make it feel like a real acoustic bass and, and so on and so forth. So there were many, many things. What was difficult for me is every time I would tell Tamura-san something about how about this and that, he would think about it and then I would meet with him 
and he would have 10 different prototypes or different parts. He goes, I tried this, and then like, this gives a little more low end, this gives a little more high end. Which one do you prefer? I'm like, oh, <laughs> so many choices. You know, he, he's really funny that way. It's a, he, he gives me so many choices to choose from. And uh, that's difficult because everything sounds good and he can vary everything in, in so small nuances uh, that, that it's difficult, but it's very inspiring too. Well, the reason why I, the SLB 200 has become my main instrument is simply because it sounds really, really good and it feels really, really good. It's very simple. I mean, it's, it's not a decision I made because I have to do it or it's easy to travel with. Yes, it's easy to travel with. But the main reason that the SLB 200 is my main instrument today, it's just, it sounds good and it feels good. Well, I mean, uh, in the beginning, when I was searching for an Electra Upright, I was searching for uh, uh, an addition to my acoustic bass. But uh, with the SLB 200, um, there were so many benefits, uh, you know, especially playing in loud situations, I could get a real acoustic sound. For example, an, an acoustic bass. To hear the acoustic bass, bass, you need a microphone in front of the acoustic bass. And that sounds great, but when you play in a band, the microphone in front of the acoustic bass, you can only use a maximum of 20% of the time you're on stage because then the band becomes too loud and you have to turn off the microphone and use the pickup. And when you use the pickup on an acoustic bass, it doesn't sound like an acoustic bass, it sounds really bad. So that means 80% of the time, the acoustic bass doesn't sound like an acoustic bass. So when you have the SLB 200, it's the opposite. Uh, it's designed to sound like an acoustic bass with the pickup. And so, of course, the 20% of the time where you play all by yourself, maybe, if you listen very carefully, maybe you can not hear that it's not an acoustic bass, maybe. But 80% of the time, you think it's an acoustic bass. So for me, it's a total win-win situation. And uh, that compared to the, the portability of the instrument, and um, it's just a lot, there's so many more pos pos possibilities with it. Also, I play sometimes with some effects and everything, and the output is really nice. I wouldn't even be able to compare the SLB 200 with any other upright electrics, because I really don't think there's any other upright electric bass out there that first of all sounds as good as the SLB 200. The SLB 200 sounds like an acoustic bass, first of all. And it's the only one out there, and believe me, I've tried them all. There's the only one out there that sounds like the acoustic bass. And second, it's the only one out there that actually feels 100% like an acoustic bass. When I play, you know, most people know that when I play, I either close my eyes or I don't look. And when I play the, the silent bass, I, you know, I can't tell I'm not playing the acoustic bass. So in terms of sound and feel, it, it doesn't even compare to anything else out there. So for me, there's, I, I can't compare it. Well, the, the sound, if I had, I had to describe the sound of the SLB 200, it's actually pretty interesting because it's an upright electric, yes. 
but it has a lot of air in the sound. There's a big cavity inside the bass that gives the sound this air that you're used to hearing and getting from an acoustic bass. And that air in the sound is, is something I need to have as a bass player. And, and that's the only way I can get this, when, even when I play in a band, is with the SLB 200. Also, you get the air of, of the instrument that is very similar to the acoustic instrument, but also when you play from the low notes to the high notes, uh, the dynamic range matches the acoustic bass very, very good. You know, when you go up, it's like when you play an acoustic bass and you're down low and you move up, the range changes and, and the SLB changes exactly in the same way. And you get this from an amplified instrument. And, uh, which is, you can't even get an acoustic bass, so, when you amplify an acoustic bass. Well, I mean, uh, I see, of course, when I play the SLB 200, it's usually in smaller groups. It's quartet, quintet, or... But I could definitely see uh, a really good spot for the SLB 200, also in big bands and larger groups, because the whole issue with the SLB 200 is that you get the acoustic sound amplified and controlled when you have a real acoustic bass can be problematic especially if you have large orchestras like a big band because you have a lot of open microphones and it gets difficult to control the low end or what you might call the boom effect of the bass when you have a lot of microphones this is completely controlled when you have the SLB 200 so I think Using this with big band or larger orchestras will help the stage sound a lot. Yes, absolutely. Like using the SLB 200 in different styles of music is very easy because I can, I can easily get the, the jazzy sound out of it and I can also get the more heart-pumping rock uh, or funk sound out of the upright. So it has the capabilities of spanning many genres, which is part of my way of playing anyway, so it, it's a natural fit for me. Oh, yeah, I mean, the portability of the, the SLB 200, it's, you know, is endless, basically. I mean, I love the fact, it's really nice on, on the road also, you know, when, if you're touring and you have to take a plane every day, it, it uh, makes it a lot easier uh, for the whole band and for, for structuring, planning of touring and everything because it's so small. And, uh, and also if you're touring, you know, in Europe in tour buses and stuff, it's, life is a lot simpler, let me put it that way. I feel that Yamaha uh, is very interested in the music, uh, which is very important to me. Uh, because it's all about music, it's all about creating the music and to work with a company like Yamaha it's very important that you feel that they are interested in the music and their goal is to you know get better results for music so it's, it's a huge pleasure uh, being part of the Yamaha family. Well my goal as a bassist and a musician is uh, I want to keep being curious. I want to keep being hungry for trying new things and, and 
I thank God every day that I'm still curious. I want to have my, my passion for music kept alive. And I want to search new ways of, of playing music. Uh, so, so this is my goal. And I also want to do my best to try to develop also as a musician in my skill. But uh, I, my main objective is to keep the passion alive for music.